Welcome to the roundtable. I am your host, Alex Butaro, a.k.a. Sally Gutters. My guest at this time is an important figure in my life. By the way, I want to say happy Mother's Day to all the lovely women out there. This is the Mother's Day special. But I want to bring out a special guest that's important in my life. I definitely wouldn't have started this podcast without her full-fledged support. And, you know, I I really want to bring this person out. Let's bring her out. Let's bring out my mama, Alice Bidazakis. Say hello, mama. Hi, Alexander. Hi, everybody. It's such a pleasure to be here with you today. First off, I just want to say thank you to so much for coming on, you know, to the podcast, mom. And actually, it, it, it's really special to me that, you know, you're coming out, uh, you know, to speak up on your mind. Because like I said, the round people, we speak our honest opinions, right? So this is, I want to make this a special podcast, especially to the most important women in the world, because today is a very special t- day in Mother's Day, correct? Correct. So, so let me just tell you quickly why I did come. Because you said one day, mom, I'm going to do a podcast. And I was like, okay. And then two days later, you did a podcast. Alexander, you know, saying what you're going to do and then following up with an action is not, but I'm really proud of you because I've been talking about doing a TED talk for quite a while and I've had a lot of excuses. So I just want to let you know, you created this moment and I am proud to be a part of it. Thank you so, so much. Me. So listen, so mama, you know, not a lot of people know exactly who you are. So I want them to get to know a little bit about you. So, you know, one, how is life right now? Actually, life is pretty good. I'm working. I'm um, the president of my community. And and I'm dancing. I'm doing some salsa and some ballroom dancing. Are you so. are you learning the bachata, Mama? <laughs> I know the bachata, my son. Oh, I know the bachata. Okay. All, right. All right. So listen, ladies, watch out, yeah. gentlemen, watch out. I'm keeping your eyes, my eyes on you. So um, so Mama, you know, not a lot of people know. You know, some of my you know good family friends, you know, they know I'm part Italian and part Greek. Now. Actually, let me rephrase it. I am Greek and Italian because – Good idea. <laughs> I brought out someone that on this side of the family is actually Greek. So my mom is actually Greek. So can you tell me uh, what part of Greece you're actually from, mom, or what area of our family is from? Well, um, your grandfather was from Crete. And your grandmother is from Sparta, so the land of the Spartans, you know. Gotcha. A gotcha. very powerful place. You know, they, they said that they were very powerful people, I might add, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> so um, <laughs> now, you know, in terms of like my last name, right, you know, I've heard, you know, through our family vine, you know, the Butaro last name, it means the donkey's ass. You know, I'm going to put it out there to the podcast <laughs> that my last name means the donkey's ass. <laughs> all right. You know, chill out. All right. But, you know. Mama, you, you do have a different last name. Your last name is in Greek. It's Bidizakis. Now, do you want to explain what that last name actually means? You know, Alexander, I have to tell you the truth. I really don't know what it means. Um, I never really thought enough to think about it. I was focusing a lot of on my Greek name that was given to me when my grandmother came off Ellis Island. They didn't know what Alice meant, so they gave her a Lefteria. And oh. so a Lefteria. 
Yeah, and eleftheria means freedom, you know? So wait, you're, so, you're technically, you're, your name is technically, yes, it's Alice, but your name comes from eleftheria in Greek. Eleftheria, yes. Well, or vice versa, or vice versa. I was given that name because that was my grandmother's name, eleftheria. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, that's awesome to know. I, I wanted everyone to know a little bit about you. Now, I wanted you know, to bring you on here because, you know, there is a lot of things that are going on in the world today. And, you know, mainly I, one segment I want to talk about mm-hmm. is I like to call what is going on with the world around you. Now, in my personal life and my family, you know, me and my mom have gone through this, but, you know, well, let's put it into perspective, you know, autism awareness month just recently, you know, passed, right? And in our family, in our personal life, you have a son and I have an older brother who has autism. Now, I Mm -hmm. do want to get the woman's perspective as well as the motherly perspective on raising a child with autism. Was it difficult? Was it easy? You know, give me a little light on that. Give the listeners a little bit of light on it. So, you know, when Matthew was born 27 years ago, autism was not that prevalent. Not too many people knew about it. The ratio was like one out of every 10,000. So it was new. There really wasn't any support. Um, It was difficult, Alex. You know, you remember living in the house. You remember Matthew being the screamer. You remember these things. And so... As difficult as it was, though, we had to learn how to cope. And the way we learned how to cope, I think, was by being non-judgmental. You know, we couldn't judge Maddie. We just had to love Maddie. And I think now what's happening in the world is the ratio has is now one out of every 59, Alexander. Yeah, yeah, the number is ridiculous. Yeah, not only does someone have it in their immediate family, but at least in their extended family, people are aware of it. And, and I think that I, I just want to add, I'm sorry to cut you off, but I, I do want to add because, you know, like you said, in terms of raising it was a little difficult. I watched it. So let me give you in terms of my point of view of person, you know, personally as a brother, you know, mm. I'll tell you guys right now, you know, I, as a younger child, I was the youngest one in my family, you know, my oldest brother who is seven years older than me, uh, you know, he didn't have the, the same relationship as I had because I was the younger one. I, you know, the youngest one had it, the autistic, it was just more compatible, you know? And the thing was, is that, you know, I took perception as, took it, I took it for granted. Like I always looked at someone as when they looked at me and my brother in a, in a certain way, I always felt like they looked at me with a, you know, with a different eye, if you know what I mean. Now I could honestly say that I'm thankful. I am very thankful mm. that the older I am now, and I've seen the development of how people are a lot more understanding, especially in the autism awareness community, you know, it's slowly developed and people are a lot more understanding about it now, especially child you know it it just brings you certain flashbacks but I'm very thankful about where we are at right now yeah I think one of the things that it's it made you do was it made you look at life differently everything was not normal for you and so you had to find the normalcy in a somewhat abnormal type of circumstance I think it grew your patience Alexander I think it grew your love your capacity to understand people 
Um, you know, the, these were some of the benefits that were inherent from raising a child with special needs, you know. Uh, it's, it's ironic because one of the things that I did in retrospect was I kind of wanted to name you a name that you could walk into and deal with your brother best. So I named you Alexander, which is helper of mankind, you know, and it's so fitting because that's exactly who you were. And I'm certain that your spirit, your soul told me what name to give you much like when I, when we named Matthew, Matthew ended up meaning gift from God and Alexander uh, and Adam was first man you know so everything is it just always, all fell in place it did alex it did all fall in place in even retrospect technically like you just said the first two and it, it, it wasn't even like that you just right. picked the name technically right, right? Right, technically, yes, but you know what? You We're gonna guys, be honest now. Like, the, the, I'm the special right? one. I'm yeah. the special one. <laughs> Let's get the facts straight on the podcast. Is that you said I'm the special one because you are the one that you thought of about with the name? You know what? The truth is, you are the special one. Matthew's the special one, and so is Adam. Each one of you have your oh, own special <laughs> attributes and gifts that you really share with everybody. Truly, you know. It's really funny, but it shows how each of you drew your own name. Each of you now, drew your own name. Because, you know, you're talking about each and every, you know, one of us, you know, me, Matthew, and Adam. Mm -hmm. You know, I actually want you to bring up maybe one of your funniest moments you probably had with Matthew. It could be from when he was a child. Like, you know, your greatest moment with Matthew. Oh, my goodness. My greatest moment with Matthew. You know, there were so many great moments with Matthew. I know they're soon to no. come, of course. You know. Well, I think some of those moments are, you know, Matthew always collected these little toys, these little dolls and stuffed animals. I think my moments with Matthew, when he would share those things and give them away to other people and other people would feel such a sense of specialness when he did that. And when they realized he wanted them to take those animals with them, you know, these stuffed animals with them when they left. I don't know. Yeah. That was an it, I remember you know, imparting, you know, his essence, his energy to these people, you know. You know, now that's your perspective. You want you want can I tell you my perspective as a brother? Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm gonna tell you guys right now in the podcast, Matthew may have autism. He <laughs> is the smartest person I fucking know. I'm gonna tell oh. you why. He is a pimp daddy. Let nobody kid you. He has this best smile in my family. Mm. All right. So when he's giving you a toy, he's telling you like, listen, what's good? I'm Matthew. Thank you for taking my friend out for a ride. We're boys now. And that's it. But my brother is a pimp like that for a reason. And it's a good thing I'm saying it like that. Yeah. Yeah. He, you know, that was the other issue with autism. You know, they're so beautiful that nobody knows that there's an issue. And so a lot of people in and the that world. Was actually, you know, the one thing like you just said, you know, the, the love that they actually share. Right. But like I said, when I was a child, the, the time frame at that time, you know, Matthew did show the love. Right. But in a different way that people saw it, that in my head, and truly I believed in my head, the way I saw other people looking at my brother, I didn't necessarily like, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
I know it must have been hard for you when he was older and he was holding daddy's hand and stuff like that, how people look just, like that because he, they didn't understand it, you know? They, they sure my look, I'm going to tell you something right now, too. Like, my brother Matthew, he grew up at such a young age. Now, yes, he had autism, men, you know, and mentally he didn't grow up at, at the level of stage yeah. that he's at right now. But physically, Matthew had a beard at the age of 13, you know? Mm-hmm. So people... Yes, they automatically, when Matthew used to hold daddy's hand or daddy's arm, you know, it people would draw, I knew they draw their attention. You know, right. when we used to walk around the mall, I could never forget that moment. And I, it wasn't like I was embarrassed. I actually would have that anger to be like, if you want to say something, say something, you know, I am, but I, like I said before, I am thankful now that we're at the stage that it's a lot more open. Yeah. Well, also, you know, the way the conversation that you brought to the situation was no judgment, you know, just love. And that has to affect everybody. I know our family, our extended families all began to understand that. And there's a trickle down effect of that, too. So you have to understand, you have to accept and you have to be nonjudgmental and just love, you know. Exactly. Now, you know, like you said, not being judgmental, being very open with one another, right? Especially, you know, with people that do have special needs, it could be from autism, it could be with uh, children with Asperger's, it could be, you know, multiple things, right? Now, the actual next topic I wanted to get into, and the topic is called, is the world separate? Now, there's been a lot of situations going on you know i could bring up a situation in my you know in terms of you know in my new age outlook let's say in terms of like kanye west the outlook of people are are saying that he is outright crazy to have his outspoken mind about this and that you know now i don't want to get into my personal belief but i want to ask you this one question mom do you believe as a nation right now, because, you know, we are understanding about these people with special needs, so we are opening up a, a lot more. But do you think that we are in United Nation? Yes or no? No, Alex. You know, it saddens me to say that, but I think that our society has been consciously separated, you know, between men and women, jobs, color, race, creed, religion, you know, even mother against mother who's working, who's not working, who's raising a child, who's not raising a child. I think the reason that that was done was so that we can't come together as a humanity and really speak against those things that are uh, those things that we don't like, those things that are hurting us, those things that leave us uh, not fully self-expressed. So, no, I don't think that we're united. I think that if we keep on sharing love, even if it's just familial love, that love will permeate the planet and hopefully we'll see some type of a shift in the energy. But at this moment in time, we're pretty much opposite. I that's like I do agree with you. I do agree that the the nation in terms of is divided, um, but like it, you know what I f- I feel I feel there's no gray area. I feel like there's such a it's black or it's white. Ready? So I, I'll put it to you this perspective. I feel like people either have so much anger about the situation, right? 
that they are going to be consolidated with their thoughts. They're going to keep themselves locked in on their thoughts and that's it. And they're going to stick to that thought, right? That's called the old school mentality, right? Then you have the other outlook, which uh, I I like to call it the indigo child theory. Mm-hmm. All right. This is where a lot of people have been more open mind expressing through love, through passion, through, you know, different things. You know, I could bring up, you know, people right now in terms of my age group, you know, in terms of, you know, you know, your age group, mother and my age group, you know, I could bring up people as such as like a person. I don't know if you know him, but logic, um, you know, he's expanded on prevention awareness, you know, about suicidal thoughts, uh, Meek Mill expressing about, you know, racial uh, debate about what's going on about uh, the court system being unjustly. So, you know, I do understand that there's, I do agree that there is a divide, but there's been a lot more openness too about that one side. And I feel like they're speaking up a lot more. Well, can- is- oh, sorry. go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, what I wanted to say was you have to remember this is still a third dimensional planet and we're living in a duality, you know, good, bad, right, wrong, up, down, left, right. So what you're seeing is both extremes. I mean, it, it's brilliant that you said that you don't see any gray area because right now there is no gray area. Well, that's, so, that's the way people are making it seem. I wish there was a great where well, we could well, all be in a gray area. I get that. But right now we have to, we're taking sides and honestly, we're going to have to make some choices about what side we're going to really want to be on. You know, the energy is kind of like that right now. Well, because now you're talking about sides now. Now, the next question I actually was going to ask you is, what do you think are some of the steps that we need to take as a society to help improve the world? And it could be small steps. I don't need a big giant step right now. This is not what we're talking about. I want to talk about the, because the little things make that difference to make that greater difference later on. You know, you need to take those steps. So, you know, it's funny that you say that because I don't think any step is a small step. I think any step is exactly that. It's a step. And the more people that resonate with the step that you take, like right now you have this beautiful Mother's Day podcast. People are going to listen to it. They're going to resonate with it. They're going to understand better. There's love is in the air. You know, the more we look at the positive attributes of every single person on the planet, rather than looking at the negative ones, whatever we focus on grows. So why not focus on the positive things? Why not focus on the love? Why not focus on the goodness? Why not be in gratitude? They're all very simple steps in a daily, in a, from a daily point of view. And the more you focus on them, the more they grow. And then after a while, that's going to be where you stand all the time. And then there won't be negative because there'll be understanding. There'll be a non-judgmental outlook that you'll have. And people will just want to be in a peace and loving environment. And more people will choose that and will begin to see differences in the world, I think. Mom, I, I couldn't put it any better. That's why I'm not going to put my intake on it. I, I, I love you for, for expressing it exactly like that. That is exactly what I want everybody to listen and understand that even that there are so many different generations that have so many different point of views that we have to all just have to understand one another. 
that no matter what, that there may be a right, there may be a wrong, but at the end of the day, two wrongs don't make a right and two rights don't make it right. They actually make it wrong, you know? So at the end of the day, we all have to be more understanding with it about, you know, with one another, of course. So the next part, now, before we end our actual podcast, Ma, the Mother's Day special, right? I like to call this, the last segment, the overtime countdown, all right? This is where I actually give you a countdown of questions. Okay. There are quick and easy. I want to yeah. give you, just give me your honest opinion, okay. all right? This is not at the round table. I want to, you, you ready to give me your honest opinion? I'm always ready. Mm-hmm. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. All right, so question five. Which is your favorite season, fall, summer, winter, or spring? Oh, autumn. I love autumn. I love the colors of autumn. I love the abundance autumn brings. I love the gratitude that we're in at that time of the year. I love autumn. All right. I like the answer. All right. Number question four. If you are able to take someone out, famous celebrity, anything like that, on a date, who would it be? I'm not a groupie, but I'll tell you about 20 years ago, I kind of fell in love with Brad Pitt for like a moment in time. <laughs> and oh, I man. think that's kind of stayed with me. So it would be Brad Pitt. All right, Brad Pitt, if you're listening, my mom is available. I actually will let you take her out. It's okay. I'll let it happen. It's Brad oh, Pitt. Right? All right. So, so question three, what is your favorite number? Number three. I love the number three. I have three sons, but three is the number for communication and creativity. So once you speak, you know what, Alexander, what you've done by creating this podcast is is a three energy. So speaking things into existing, ha- into existence, having things manifest, being the creator, being that you are. That's why I love the number three. All right. Good answer. <laughs> and the question two, if you had to have your one last meal, what would it be? Oh, my God. You know what? I've got lemon or soup. Yes. Yes. Because that was my warm and cozy, you know, rice and lemon soup, warm and cozy. Okay. So hold on. Podcast listeners. I'm sorry to cut you off, mom. So for people to understand, let me give you a little background. So technically this back in the day, you know, back in the old times, this was actually a Greek's poor man dish. This actually became a delicacy later on in the Greek culture. And it's actually a very famous, you know, soup dish that I would love to say that it, I would agree with my mom. This would be my last supper dish as well. Oh, that's sweet. Extra lemon though. Extra yeah, lemon though. Lemon. <laughs> I agree. All right. Yeah. Listen, you know, and whoever's listening to this, especially my friends, they make fun of me that I put extra lemon on stuff. You know what? I hope you're listening. The Greeks put lemon on everything. Next. <laughs> When next cleans, it fixes everything. Lemon solves everything. That's right. All right. And the final question, numero uno. If you had to choose, yeah. who is your favorite song? <laughs> Thank God I don't have to choose, for goodness sake. <laughs> <laughs> My choice is not to choose because I love you there all. So perfect in your own way. So I, I'm very blessed to have the three of you in my life. Very blessed. All right. Thank that you. was the right answer. I was hoping that you actually said Alex, but that, that's a good enough answer for me. <laughs> but however, that actually wraps up the mother's day special 
podcast at the round table. I want to say thank you to my lovely co-host, my lovely mother, Alice Bidisakis. Thank you so much for coming out, Mama. Oh, Alexander, beyond pleasurable for me, beyond, beyond. Thank Is you. there anything else you want to say before you get going? You know what, Alex, keep on doing what you're doing. You know, you're getting to be fully self-expressed. I am so proud of the energy that you're putting out there. People are getting excited. I'm very excited about you, for you, and what you as a leader can bring to the table. So I love you, Alexander Butaro. I love you too. And thank you so much. I also, whoever is listening, any comments or feedback, please put it. Sorry about that. You know, when mom leaves the podcast, she wants to end, you know, on a high note. (laughs) But I want to say thank you again to everyone out there. Thank you so much for listening. Happy Mother's Day to all the lovely mothers out there. Please, whoever's listening, any feedback, please put it out there. More is soon to come. Stay tuned for a crazy podcast this coming Wednesday on the Weekly High Thought. Thank you for listening. Have a blessed day. Peace.